Hello, here we are again. Um, I'm going to talk to you today about God's undying love for you. Um, I'm going to encourage you to read the book of Hosea, which is in the Old Testament of the Bible. Um, The book of Hosea records a very, very unique story. It's uh, something you wouldn't even expect to find in the Bible. God uses the life of Hosea to illustrate his undying love for Israel, the nation of Israel, and for all of mankind, including you. And it just shows so much how much God loves us and he just uh, uh, forgives us and um, is always reaching out his hand of love and forgiveness toward us. Now, Hosea in the Old Testament was a prophet And God asked Hosea to do something very, very, very unusual and very unsettling and very distasteful. And if he asked you to do it or if he asked me to do it or anybody else to do it, most of us would argue and say, um, no, we don't agree with it. We don't want to do it. Um, We find that um, uh, we don't believe you're telling us to do this, but uh, Hosea Uh, obeyed God. And I find it quite remarkable that Hosea obeyed God in this and he didn't argue with God about it. God asked Hosea to marry a prostitute. And he didn't ask Hosea to marry any prostitute. He asked Hosea to marry a prostitute engaged in sexual orgies and perversion that was devoted to idol worship. And, um, Basically, what I'm saying is that uh, God asked Hosea to marry the worst of the worst, uh, the worst of the worst woman that he could find. And her name was Gomer. And according to our culture here in the United States, uh, her name was pretty bad, too. (laughs) So uh, Hosea married Gomer and He was a holy man of God, and he married one of the worst sinners at that time that you you could find. She uh, was devoted to idol worship, sexual orgies, and sexual prostitution, and all kinds of evil deeds that were done uh, in the uh, temples of idol worship. And this marriage was meant to illustrate to the nation of Israel that even though the nation of Israel had left the Lord, and had followed false gods, and had followed uh, the pleasures of this world and what this world could offer, that the Lord still loved them and still longed for them as a people. And that's such a uh, sweet illustration of God's love, and it's a love that we can't, we can't even understand. Now, Hosea and Gomer had three children, but eventually Gomer, the woman, <laughs> left Hosea, And she went back to her old lifestyle, just like so many times we drift away from the Lord. um, We might think that um, the pleasures of this world might uh, intrigue us or uh, we might think that they might satisfy us more. Um, We might have more benefits if we don't uh, stick with serving the Lord and living a holy life and stay dedicated to the Lord. Well, that's what she did. She returned to her sinful lifestyle. And um, she went right back to uh, prostitution, sexual perversion, and idol worship. 
And um, she was looking for things that uh, she thought might satisfy her. But uh, what she didn't realize, and a lot of times that we don't realize, is that God has all that we need, and he has so, so, so much more. Eventually, Gomer was judged by God for her adultery. But the most beautiful part of this story, and, and, and what God illustrates in this story, is that God um, had Hosea get his wife back, buy her back from prostitution. And it's just a wonderful illustration of how God is always calling us back and always waiting for us to surrender to him. He's always waiting to lavish his love and his forgiveness and his tender mercies and his fatherhood and his love uh, on us, no matter how wretched and how horrible and how sinful we've been. There's no sin that can separate us from God um, that his forgiveness can't can't take care of. Um, and here is um, after after Gomer leaves and Hosea buys her back and she's judged. Here's Gomer, uh, God speaking to Gomer and and in the illustration speaking to Israel and also speaking to you and us in in Hosea uh, the second chapter. And and just as I as I. Uh, pull out some of these scriptures, I want you to think about how wonderful God is after everything that Gomer did and everything that Israel did and everything that you and I have done, um, that God is always there with forgiveness. And he loves us so much um, that even though all that we've done, that he gave us Jesus Christ and he shed his blood just to wash away all of our sins and and the love that 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 um, demonstrates is just beyond beyond belief. He says, I will win her back once again. I'll speak tenderly to her. I will return and transform the valley of trouble into a gateway of hope. When that day comes, says the Lord, you will call me my husband instead of my master. O Israel, I will wipe the names of the Baal from your lips. Those were false gods, and you will never mention them again. I will make you my wife forever, showing you righteousness and justice, unfailing love and compassion. I will be faithful to you and make you mine, and you will finally know me as the Lord. Can you imagine that? God is going to be faithful to us even when we're not faithful. He's such a compassionate and wonderful God. He says, I will show love to those I called not loved. And to those I called not my people, I will say, now you are my people. And they will reply, you you are our God. Then the Lord said to me, Hosea, uh, go and love your wife again, even though she commits adultery with another lover. This will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel. And he still loves you, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. And I just want you to know today that even though you've turned away from God, even though that you don't worship him, maybe the way you used to, or never, maybe you've never turned to him, maybe you've never worshiped him, that God loves you. He loves you so much. And he's just waiting for you to turn to him. And he wants to be a savior to you. He wants to be a father to you. He wants to be a husband to you and he wants to take care of you and just lavish his love and his forgiveness on you. 
I'm going to read you some scriptures from the New Testament that just talk about how much God loves you. In Romans 5, verse 6, it says, You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man, someone might possibly dare die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In 1 John, uh, the the fourth chapter, the ninth verse, it says, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. And in John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only son. So I just encourage you today, if you feel like you've done things that are are just so bad that God couldn't love you, that there's nothing that you've done that's beyond God's love. And just to turn to him today, repent of your sins and just, just ask God to forgive you and ask God to give you a new life. Ask him to Um, forgive you of your sins and have the blood of Jesus wash you clean and make you a clean and new person and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. He wants you to be part of his family and he wants you to turn to him. And if you do that, we just ask you to uh, let us know, um, give us a phone call or uh, make a comment on this video and we'll get in touch with you and we'll pray with you. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.